we'll just talk and we'll then talk we'll, we won't worry about what what happened. So Lindsay, start us off. Okay, so like, what story of mine do you guys want me to tell? Because I'm totally like, I have so many. Well, there's but... a bunch of them. You got your ex husband. Um, oh God. Those stories. Ex husband stories. You got the dude who tried to stab you. Okay, the stabbing. No, story? he did stab you. No, he cut me. Okay, maybe I should just tell that one. So was it I, a stab or a cut? It was a cut, but it was a deep cut. Like it bled for twelve hours. That's a stab. Yeah. So let me explain what happened. He stabbed you. He sliced me, but it was a deep slice. It really fucking hurt. Like. Okay. So let me explain what happened. So I wasn't like you know in a situation where a guy jumped out and like just screamed, "I cut you," and then like stabbed me. No. This is actually <laughs> this was a really bad attempt at flirting. This is why I ask myself constantly, "Why are men?" So. All right. When I was in college, yeah. I hung out with like this group of people. We had this little common area. It was like a little community college segment of a bigger university. Right. And I kind of just hung out with like random cool like kids that a lo- most of them I'm still very good friends with. Okay. Uh, there was this guy. Uh, I won't say his name. We'll just call him Z. So this guy Z like made it very clear <laughs> that what? I hate to ask this, but does his first name start with a Z? No. Okay, good. <laughs> you know where my mind went to? He, st- he like stabs her, cuts her, right? It starts with a Z. Yeah, because I'm like, is it Zorro? <laughs> it's Victor Zaz from Batman. <laughs> like reverse, reverse Zaz. Except he puts the tally marks on her instead of on her. Oh, is that? You know where my mind Zaz? went to? He, st- he like, no. We're just going to call her, Z. Cuts Would her, you guys shut up and let me tell my sister? Is it Zorro? So it's Victor like yeah. Zaz from Batman. Y'all. Like reverse reverse okay. Zaz, except he puts the tally marks Picture on her it. instead of on himself. Fair, uh, Clarksburg, oh, West that, Virginia, 2000, reverse, reverse 2009. Right. So, okay. So, anyway, this kid, Z, hung out with my friends and I. And, I mean, like, he was a little annoying, and he made it very obvious to the point where I noticed that he liked me. Like, And I'm going to make it really clear. I don't fucking notice anything. Okay. Like, unless you're wearing a neon sign that says, I want to put my dick in you, I don't know. Like, I have no fucking idea. You could be openly flirting with me and making jokes about sleeping with me, and I'm like, we're just bros. <laughs> so, oh my God. If it's, if, it's, if it's obvious to me that you like me, you are very obvious. Like, I am an idiot. Like, so I would not notice that. Okay. So, but I, you know, I politely, like, made it clear to him, hey, at the time I was dating, you know, the guy I was dating in high school and through college. So I was just like, you know, I appreciate it or whatever, but we can still be friends. And he wasn't too weird about it till this moment. So and I'd known for like a month. So we're sitting on the couch of, at the at the campus center and like my friends and I were scattered about the common area, just ch- chatting and yeah. chilling. And I'm working on some homework and talking to a friend of mine on instant message. We're just chatting. And I had I had a knife I carried with me because West Virginia, and um, <laughs> and I I just always felt safer carrying it with me because I took the bus and things like that. And there were a lot of like crazy sketchy people that lived in my town, and okay. where my college was was a really like big area for like crackheads and violent activity. So I just felt better carrying a knife on me. I'm very small. So Z had had a package, and he was like, it was one of those heat sealed things. Where it was like, you know, it's so hard to open, you have to have a blade to cut it open. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, right. for, you know, the ones they sell scissors in, ironically. Yeah, what the hell? Why That's- do they sell scissors in packages? Shout out to Ellen DeGeneres, who made this joke in 2000. It's, it's a valid point. <laughs> like, you can't open scissors if you already, if you don't have scissors already. That's the point. So, anyway, he's like, can I borrow your knife? And I'm like, sure, man, whatever. And I just go back to, like, whatever the fuck I'm doing. I'm not even looking at him. And he's sitting to the right of me. Uh huh. And 
out of the corner of my eye, I see him look at the knife, but I thought maybe he was just trying to figure out how to close it. I just, again, wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I feel like a movement on my arm, just like almost like someone grazing my arm. Uh-huh. It was so deep, I didn't feel it. Okay. And I look over, and my arm is just bleeding. How big is this wound? I still have it. Let me see. Um, It's not huge. That's it's, pretty long. It's about an inch. You got a tattoo over it. Well, part of it. Part and, of it. Well, th- because the scar is also wider for a reason. That explains. That's not even your writing hand. So yet that hand must have been still. It was. Well, I was typing. Oh, I was okay. typing right. and he yeah. gashed me. And I, I, didn't, I surprisingly didn't freak out. I think I was shocked. Mm-hmm. And I look at him. I look at my bleeding wound and I look at him and I go, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> because, like, what else are you going to say in that situation? I could have either punched him and freaked out or I could have just been like, uh, why, though? Because that was really my concern. And he looked horrified at himself. Like, he knew he had done something real fucking stupid. And he goes, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I thought you'd be into it. And I go, what? <laughs> At this point, it is like 10 a.m. or earlier. It's like 9 a.m. on campus. I, I hadn't even had my first class yet. Okay. And I, go, I was just ready to go into psychology, ironically. And <laughs> to go study that asshole. Did he take psychology too? I don't know what the fuck he took. He just followed me around on campus. And he needed therapy. Clearly. Why did he think that was the well, win? That's like some okay, let me, shit. Can I finish though? Like you gotta, yeah. you gotta, there's, there's three tiers to this story, like a fucking cake of death. It's awful. Okay. So he starts rambling nervously and shaking. I get my knife back and he's like, I'm sorry. I just, I just thought you'd be into it. And I go, why? And Jesus titty fucking Christ, would you think in all fucking scenarios, this would work for you? He goes, well, I heard you talking to our friend the other day. Shout out to my friend. You know who you are. You were there. <laughs> um, talking about Sweeney Todd the other day, and you said it was kind of hot, the knife play thing. I go, in context! In context! What the fuck is wrong with you? Do you not know what context is? Jesus fucking Christ! I wasn't talking about a real knife. <laughs> I was talking about someone buying a replica razor and screaming at me in a cockney accent and throwing me against a wall and fucking me. Like, there is a totally different thing. And not on campus! <laughs> but of course, I'm like, I'm surprisingly calm because I'm still in shock. So I go, okay. And I calmly walk into the other room where there's another, where the front desk, and I go, excuse me, can I get a Band-Aid? I'm bleeding terribly. <laughs> and I'm Can I get this, a Band-Aid? I'm Can giving, I get a Band-Aid? That's what she said. <laughs> Wait, it gets worse. It's it's way funnier. So they give me this flimsy dollar store Band-Aid, which I proceed to leave on my arm for 12 hours. So I had, it was one of those days where I, because I didn't drive, I took a bus and I lived kind of out of town. So like, mm-hmm. I'd go into campus and I would stay until like two in the afternoon some days. And then some days I was there till 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. This happened to be one of the days I was there till 10 o'clock at night. Okay. Now my stupid ass probably should have just said, fuck my mother got on a bus and dipped, but I didn't because if my mom found out about this, who I was living with at the time, she would have straight murdered every fucking buddy, including me. Wow. So yeah, no, that's a whole thing. Right. I, I just, I knew it would be more problems because she would just get too involved. So I don't tell anybody about this. My friend Jack knows because he was there mm-hmm. and shout out to Jack. The Cooking Goth on YouTube. Yeah, The Cooking Goth, right. Yeah, so check out The Cooking Goth on YouTube. That's my friend Jack. He's great. Uh, That's totally the... Love you, buddy. Anyway, so I I call him because he's the only one that knows this happened that that I can really, like, trust for the advice I needed. Yeah. And I go, dude, I don't know what to do. I said, I can't go to the hospital without my mom. I don't know if I need stitches. I couldn't really tell, but it was still bleeding significantly. Mm -hmm. 
for about 12 hours. And while eating, he literally had food in his mouth. He goes, you could always cauterize it. And I go, what's that? Back up. Who gave you that advice? <laughs> the cooking off my friend Jack. Okay. <laughs> oh, I thought the guy who stabbed you was. Yeah, the I got was lost. like, well, you can always cauterize it. Right. No, yeah, no, yeah, I got I, lost. I called, like... I, no, no, you weren't. Yeah, I, I had called Jack that night and I was freaking the fuck out. Okay. And he was like, you always cauterize it, cauterize it. And I'm like, okay, how do I do that? He goes, you just have to like somehow either burn or fuse the wound shut so it won't bleed and then it'll heal kind of straight. Huh. And I go, cool, let me call you back. Click. So. <laughs> <laughs> Because we had a landline, you know, because I'm old and click. Right. Um, right. It just sounds better, though, too. Yeah. So I take the same knife that I was cut with. <laughs> okay. Like in a Sean Bean level triage. Yeah. I go and I like sterilize it with rubbing alcohol and clean it. And then I heat up the side of the blade until I can see it burning red. I put a belt in my mouth, bite down on the belt, close the wound shut and just sear the motherfucker shut. And now the scar is now a line and a little burn mark. <laughs> you know, it's good that you got the haircut you have now, because that fits that better. Well, see, my whole, <laughs> my whole aesthetic looks like... metal as fuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that is like some post-apocalyptic type <laughs> triage you did on yourself. Like, that's crazy. Well, like, I, I've always been the kind of person that did, like, drunk triage on myself because I just trust myself better and I, I, there was times I didn't have health insurance there was times like I couldn't tell my family I was injured so like you just kind of figure out your own fucking shit that's why I'm so good at like herbal remedies and shit now alright okay so you wanna go next <laughs> alright my turn <laughs> have you figured out what story you wanna tell yeah I got a story this is a short one Um. okay so a number of years ago I was working why did I start an awful announcery like that <laughs> shut up Brock Meyer just do your thing I, I like that Top of the ninth, and in, in the I don't even know. I don't even know baseball. Okay, whatever. Foot skit ball, whatever. <laughs> Foot skit bass. A number of years ago, I was, I was working in an AMC theater, the one that is on Times Square. Oh, an AMC story. That likely will be closed by the end of the quarantine. Uh-uh. But I was working there, and they were there were a bunch of people there but on this day because the way the way the, the job worked is that you got assigned to a different spot so you could get assigned to porter which is a politically correct way of saying janitor <laughs> you could get assigned to uh usher which is a politically correct way of saying clean the cum out of the theater seats when when the movie's over usher known as seat bitch that's a good one seat, seat bitch. bitch then you got concessions um, which with, just gives them the container to put yeah. their cum in. Yeah, which, which is like fill this with popcorn so that they can fill it with cum later. Um, then, then you got uh, uh, what? What elevator? Yeah, and el- and that's exactly what it was. They just called it elevator. Just ran the elevator. And the way that worked is that because back in the day you would need an elevator operator to actually run an elevator. It was before the elevators were automated. But to yeah, main- I used to do that as a job. Actually, I used to be an right. elevator, op- elevator operator briefly. Right, but to maintain the bullshit of that time period, they just pretend that you still need that. So yeah, they you're just, just have- pushing buttons for people. It's really <laughs> fucking easy. It's the easiest job I ever fucking had. So pretty much for like eight hours, actually more like four out, four to five hours, I was a dude on a stool. Who every time somebody walked in, they w- I would ask them what floor you want to go to, and they would tell me, and I would press the button for them, and then I would make them feel better for using an elevator. Like it, it's a great way to make middle class people feel like they're in the upper class. Makes them feel good about the <laughs> makes them feel and, you good. know whatever. <laughs> now on this particular day, um, one of the people I got hired with me because I wasn't there for long. I was only there for like six months. 
But one of the people that got hired with me was this girl, and she was kind of uh, okay. She was she was kind of hood. There's nothing wrong with that because I was born and raised in Harlem. I was born in the hood. You're wicked, yeah. I mean, um, just... I, I'm, I, I mean, you couldn't tell. Probably, you, you, it's not always easy to see on me, but you know, I, I didn't care. The point is, this is where she was. Like I could tell she was another hood kid, so I knew to look. So this <laughs> chick, this chick walks in, right? And the thing about this job is, we all had name tags with our names on them. So you know, mine said Charles. Now her name tag had a name on it that I didn't understand. Because I was reading it and I didn't know how to pronounce it because it was it, it, like I, 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 I didn't know what it said. So she walks in there and I'm like, hey, um, how you doing? I know I know you got hired with me. And it was like 60 of us. I got hired at once. How do you pronounce your name? And she's like, well, it's on my name tag. And I'm like, yes, yes. But how do you pronounce your name? Because it's not Kleitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know your, I know your name's not Clutch. I hope it ain't Clutch. I, I, w- I would, I would, I would, uh, I'm assuming it's not Clutch. I'm betting it's not Clutch. Could you tell me how you pronounce your name? And she, and the thing is, she takes two fingers and places right underneath the name tag. And she was so proud. She was like, "My name is Cliche." And, and I was. And again, this is a hood. This this girl's from the hood. My nose almost started bleeding because it was like a it was like finding a Starbucks across the street from a Starbucks. It was like a parad- a paradox of 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 hoodness of ghetto ness because you every once in a while you run into somebody in the hood with a name that's not appropriate, you know, or or made up. Like you a, find that with white people too. I mean, look at Elon Musk and what he fucking named oh his kid. Oh my god, that's actually what? what I was thinking about exactly. I'm like, that's gonna be this kid. And like, I mean, sure, years sure. I mean, don't get don't get yeah. it twisted. Yeah, I've heard some names like like cliche, but I've also heard Absidy, A B C D. I've heard fucking Forest, where it was just four S's and a T. Oh god, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> like some of it isn't even worth like Ladasha with a dash. Like there's a lot of stupid fucking names out there, and I don't care if you named your kid Absidy. Fuck you. I'm not sorry for saying it. That's child abuse. I don't care if it makes you cry, Karen. Fuck you. Right, but but so but this chick this chick's name this chick's name was cliche and it was like she was a cliche named cliche. I feel bad. I hope she know like does she not does she knew did she know what it meant? Like or Well, she, I asked her she I mean it's great that she's proud of her name. But I mean, that fine, that's where but. it got even dark cuz I asked her I, I I was like what do you know what that means and she said yeah, it's French. Well, yeah, it is a French word. And it's like but but, but that, but that's my point. She just kept digging into the, like it just kept rattling, like it was a vet or something, or it just kept wrapping like around on itself over and it's over. It, she was a cliche name, cliche that didn't know that her name was a cliche that didn't know that what cliche meant because she was a cliche. It was like if you named a, a human baby human man. <laughs> <laughs> And then and that was on his birth certificate oh for the rest God. of his life. Or just naming a baby. It's human baby. man. Or just name it baby. No, well, because the thing is, they'll grow up into adults. That's even worse, though. I, I know of people named baby. But if you named That's a baby name human, a dog, a baby. human, or named them something like Lips. Well, like, what was it, like, <laughs> like the thing with, uh, what was it, Sandra Bullock did bird, what did the bird thing was that she did, the bird shit thing. And her what? kids were named boy and girl. There you go. Yeah, for Bird Box. Yeah, You bird called box. the bird shit? <laughs> 
I was like, what movie is she? No, there was something with birds and Sandra Bullock. That's the thing is, I'm a huge Sandra Bullock fan, but I won't watch that movie because it looks stupid. And when you said bird shit, I was like, what movie of Sandra Bullock have I not seen? I won't watch it. I won't watch it for the same reason I won't watch Tiger King is because people will not shut up about it. I won't watch Tiger King because it it fucking encourages fucking animal abuse. Like now I I won't do it on now I won't do it on on principle. (laughs) <laughs> well like I'm already like that I was already like that like whenever when nobody would shut up about it I felt like I had already seen it and I didn't want to be a part of it at all and then when and then when I found out what it was actually about and I found out it was like glorifying abuse of animals I was like fuck y'all and your stupid Joe Exotic or Joe Erotic or whatever the fuck his name yeah, is yeah when I saw that poster I thought it Florida was just man. like I thought it was like a Florida hillbilly man. Steve Irwin type of dude that's basically you know? what it is but he's abusive to the animals well, I've seen they've had a, a thing going around on Insta I don't know who created it that um said basically that uh joe exotic was like the uh wario to uh, oh to steve, to Irwin. steve Irwin's oh my that's god <laughs> that's really oh good oh my god and now they're going to do a movie about it like i honestly don't even want to talk about it on here and give it that much fucking publicity you, you, no you're right well anyway okay so that's no, my it'll story it'll be it'll be joe dirt with tigers i love joe dirt though <laughs> joe dirt was a good movie that's a good about a movie. good person i mean like he looked like him yeah in that but movie. Like, david spade he had like he had like the blonde mullet and everything he looked like Joe Exotic, and his name was Joe. That's really funny. So we need to tell the story about like our early phases of friendship and how we met, because that shit was crazy. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had some really good uh, early moments that we could share as the story. So do you want to start? Do you want oh, me yeah, to start? from from the job from hell? Yeah, that was okay. So yeah, first of all, let me just Katie and I met. Actually, that's how I met the two of you as well. Right, like, we, because I had quit there, but other. I met yeah, I think you through my ex and with Kate. Well, you were you were, had already left by the time Charlie started. Yeah, right? I had left. I had been gone like a few weeks before he started. Right, she I was only, she was working. working. I think were you, I was at Hard Rock. You were still at Hard Rock. I was still uh, with TSC. You were yeah. TSC, yeah. And then um, I, I started at TSC after. So I met these beautiful yeah. people at this place where we sold. Um, Broadway tickets in a very sketchy manner on the street. We found out later. I don't think it was legal, so I am sorry <laughs> for yeah. that. <laughs> as far as I know, from what I, as I kept looking it up, I couldn't find anything about the legality of it. it I was, think it was, it was more just on unethical. the teetering line. Yeah, it was one of those bi- businesses. It felt very unethical. One of those businesses that survived on a very thin line of legality, like a very gray area of legal. And, and the guy who ran it was a total asshole tyrant. But the best things that came out of that was... He I, was the poor man's Donald Trump. He was. He was such a piece of shit. I wouldn't even give him that much credit because he kind of looked like the penguin with, with like two more feet on him. He was a racist penguin. But anyway, so... The penguin might have been racist. Racist, sexist, xenophobic. I digress. Like well, anyway, penguin. <laughs> homophobic. He was just a hateful piece of already. shit. But the best thing that came out of us, I met these two. Yeah. Uh, so when Katie and I met, I met her about a month or so before I met Charles. Mm. Now, when Katie and I met, Katie was a f- far more shy than she is now. She's, you know, come a lot of ways in her, like, growth as a human being. And, um... When she first addressed me at TSC, she was so, she almost like acted like she was terrified to talk to me. Like, you want to? I was. So how did you approach me? Well, to set up, I still, and I've, I think we've talked about this so many times. I still, I remember that first day, because I was always one of the first people to go into the office at oh that downstairs office at oh dark 30 as my dad would say oh dark 30 <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dark 30 <laughs> that sounds like because this was a job that started early in the morning <laughs> it was oh dark 30 though and i walk into 
it was just it was like our like our break room area. Right. And then there's these two people sitting on the couch that I that, had never that seen. That nasty before. zebra couch. I love I that couch. Been, well, I had been at that job for I think four months by the time you came. Yeah, you had been there around. Right. Um, because she and I started, in and March. I'm just like, oh, okay, here's two new people, and I'm just like, you know, very shy. Oh, hi, go over here and do my thing, <laughs> because I'm an introvert and I have social anxiety really bad. Yeah, she didn't say much to us all day the first day. Um, I don't remember how many days into it it was when I spotted that. I think it was like two or three. Um. So it was really early. Yeah. I had just started there. For yeah. those who don't know, Lindsay has a dark mark tattoo on the back of her net, neck. Yeah. <laughs> tattoo on the, the back, back of, of her neck. neck. <laughs> a proper cup of coffee in <laughs> a <laughs> copper coffee pot. <laughs> Unique New York. We didn't do that before. Now that's why we flipping. To put the tongue, the teeth, the lips. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I am a huge nerd. And I love Harry Potter, so I saw that tattoo, and I was just like something along the lines of like softly tapping on the shoulder, be like, um, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, I feel, I, I feel a little like I, I like, me. I like your tattoo. It's yeah, <laughs> and she had to repeat herself Adorable. because I felt a little like I felt a little tap on my neck or my shoulder, and I, I like turn around, I'm like, hello, and she's like, <laughs> hello, and, and well, I'm like super friendly to everybody. So. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> You have the wrong number. <laughs> so, no, she, like, taps me, and I, I, I hear a very soft, excuse me, I like your tattoo. I'm like, honey, I'm, I'm used to a family that thinks screaming is talking. You need to speak up. <laughs> so she goes, I, and she, and she backs away, like, see, Verwin is backing away from a snake that's about to lunge at him. She's like, I like your tattoo. Like Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean with his flinchy Captain Jack Sparrow hands. She like Steve some, Irwin. You know how he would like flinch away from an animal that would strike at him suddenly. He would. He had this quick. Yeah, but he would all. Yeah, he'd be like, "Cry, it's, it's isn't it gorgeous?" You know, actually, that fits for you too. Yeah. <laughs> like, look at it. It's gorgeous. My God. So, look at its teeth. <laughs> so, look at all its markings all over. That's technically what happens. So, I mean, this is indicative like of the rare and elusive away. Lindsay. She, like, if I could paint the picture, she was flinching like Captain Jack Sparrow with her hands up and kind of like back. And she goes, I, I, I like your tattoo. I go, oh, thank you. You're Katie, right? And then like we started to <laughs> be like, oh, my God, how do you know my name? Like, oh, yeah, we work together. <laughs> and after that, we have named after that, we, <laughs> after that, we became inseparable. And by that, I mean, Katie wouldn't let go of my arm for three and a half years. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I remember the first day I met Katie, too. It was. um, OK, I don't remember it that well because I was on antidepressants. I was destroying my brain. But That's a whole other episode. for the most for the most part, I remember this one moment where I walked up to Katie and Katie w- was in that booth in the out on the that outside of the, the building. Jeez, yeah. Right. And I greeted her somehow. Do you even remember what the hell happened in that Is conversation? Something? I don't remember. It's really most of the people that I met there. I just kind of. Yeah. Were there. That I was a trauma. That was a trauma blur working there, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> right. Well, OK, well, I walk up and I say hi to Katie. We, you know, exchange words. And as I'm walking away, the first thing I think to myself is, wow, that's, that's such a nice lesbian lady that I met. And disclaimer, I was not out at the time. But she didn't know. She had no idea. And that's that. Yeah, that's a story by itself. Yeah, that that itself. Yeah. So that like to go into that. If Katie, are you okay? No, talking it's about not. This? It's not about not knowing about being gay. Yeah. It was. 
not feeling like I could say it. I was still in the, no, I can't be, I have to be straight. Right. You thought phase. you had to go into it. Yeah, and the, the best part Meanwhile, is. Meanwhile, I'm thinking about Catherine Zeta Jones all the time. <laughs> the best part is when I met Katie, it was basically the same thing. I was like, we went home, my ex and I went home yes, after yes. meeting, you know, after meeting Katie. And all we did was talk about how great Katie was. And I was like, that is the nicest little lesbian I have ever met. You had the exact same thought I did. Yeah, we had we had this lovely conversation. And I remember we were hanging out with our friend Michelangelo, my ex. And Katie and I hung out a lot before we met Charles. Mangelo. Mangelo, yes. <laughs> Michelangelo, Mangelo. Mangelo. Um, we haven't seen him in a bit, but um, we'd walk around. And I remember Katie would f- refer to herself as, I'm a big question mark. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I would never say that because when a person's not ready to hear something, you're, you don't act like an asshole and say it. But I remember my thought was, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that part afterwards. Because when, when, when I heard that Katie came out, I was like the booth that I saw her in. Like, what? Where? Yeah, it was like when, it was like when <laughs> Barry Manilow. Yeah, she finally came out the booth. She's free. <laughs> when Barry, Manilow, she doesn't live in there, does she? Oh God. When Barry Manilow, <laughs> no more blue box. When Barry Manilow came out of the closet, I was like, didn't he come out like in the eighties? Is anybody actually fucking shocked? I'm like, this is news. Yeah. It was sort of the same thing. Like Katie with Liberace. Was, everyone's Katie like, yeah, we've been new. Yeah. Katie texted <laughs> me that one day she came out and she's like, Lindsay. I, I, she gives me this whole beautiful heartfelt, like I'm gay talk. And I'm like, and I'm sitting there. I'm, I remember what I was doing. I was sitting on my sofa and I was eating something and I'm texting. I'm like, bitch, I knew. <laughs> and this was, I remember that this was after, so funny. it was after Thanksgiving. I, I had just, what? I had just, I coming out of Thanksgiving. I had just visited my time. family <laughs> from Thanksgiving and I was coming back. I was walking to my apartment from the train station and I was just like, yeah, and I'm, texting Lindsay and I'm like you know what I'm not a question mark anymore and I go yeah and then I'm, I'm like remember, I'm definitely like, I'm was, definitely gay and I thought that was going to be such a surprise to people and I remember there I was thinking that I I actually did think that I was doing a good job of concealing everything word mm-hmm. yeah you hiding the fact I'm like that nobody like, knows like I've I- got I have these, you know, things of, you know, Hugh Jackman and like, nobody's going to know. Can I, can I be real with you? Yeah. The first thing I saw, I saw your cargo pants before I saw your face. I'm going to be completely <laughs> real with you. You trying to hide the fact that you're gay was like me trying to hide the fact that I'm goth. Well, I'm wearing my big t-shirts and my flannel shirts and my cargo pants and, then, and my snapbacks. And then, right. my, then the day you came you know, out, my that, ex. I wasn't obvious at all. I don't know what you're talking about. The day, the day you texted me, my ex was in the bedroom and I was out in the living room and giving this ex and I I go hey katie just came out and goes oh that's great we done knew we were just waiting for you to fucking and know. then and then it took me <laughs> okay so that was november and then it took me until i think the following summer to actually tell my parents right yeah like my family my immediate family I was, was like the, the very they were like the last they were the last people that i told yeah you were the first yeah oh yay you were the first and then it just kind of like i never made an official announcement it just gradually anything like this is like the closest thing that i have to an official everybody has their own way of coming out like i just kind of have i've just kind of been gay (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's kind of like i mean everybody has their own way of coming out and it depends on what you're coming out as if you're if you're revealing that you're gay or bi or whatever or even trans it's every coming out is very different to each person and they have their own way of doing it uh when i told my parents i was I said bye. I said bye originally, but I say pan because I like to keep it more broad because I I don't, you know, it just it keeps it open to everything that is adult and consenting. Basically, I just like to keep it open. So when I came out as bi, 
um, I had developed a crush on this girl I was friends with mm-hmm. uh, who ended up being my first girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember I was telling my parents and my, my mom, I was like, so I like this girl. My mom's like, you need to pick one or the other. If you like boys or girls, I'm like, well, I'm not going to. So um, deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I always had but I always had that approach to my parents. I've always had that. Well, I mean, like, if you don't like it, I had that approach about every, everything. If you don't like it, suck it. I don't Pretty care. Much. Like, Pretty as long much. as I'm not. Now, I'm open to the fact that I could be wrong. And if I'm hurting somebody, tell me. Yeah. But, like, if I'm not hurting anybody, stand my fucking face. <laughs> you know, when I came out to my mom as black. <laughs> um, about, it was. <clears throat> okay, you got to talk about how when you came a, out as black was, and when you came out as straight to her. It was. A, <laughs> when I came out as black and straight, it was a shock to my mom because she. You know, oh, you gay? she thought I was gay and Chinese. Huh. Well, and I, I didn't, you know, yeah. I didn't know how to break it. Checks. I didn't know how to break it to her that, <laughs> you know, my dark skin has been there since she gave birth to me. She was on the epidural at the time, so she didn't know she wasn't she really not, awake. She, so she, she had the she had the good stuff. She was yeah, yeah she was passed out, so I could have been anybody coming been alien. coming out been. of her vagina. <laughs> oh, and then, um, so, as, but as Katie, uh, Katie and I got close, bec- and she, I was the first person she came out to because I, I think I was the first person to ever make you feel comfortable enough to be who you are. Yeah. Um, when we would, when we would close up at TSC, um, we always made jokes and stuff. And I remember one time I was vacuuming. It was my turn to vacuum the office, and they had this. One of my old, favorite stories. It was yeah. It was like, do you want to tell it? If it's one of your favorites, feel free. It's a great story, and I'd love to hear your perspective of it. Yeah. Well, for, the bit that I remember was that exact thing. I was standing in the break room getting my stuff together. Yeah, we were getting ready to And I just heard that telltale roll of the vacuum coming down, and then Lindsay comes into the room with a vacuum and goes, Winnie! I speak out of the side of my mouth. Cause the, and the thing is, she heard the familiar roll of the vacuum, and that was the sound that made me want to do that. Because it <laughs> sounded like the clack, that awkward clack she did when she pushed the, uh, the fucking vacuum out of the house, like trying to figure out how to fucking fly on it. Did- on I, what I, we fly? Really quick, I take it you're talking about Steel Magnolias? Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus? Isn't there Winnie and Steel Magnolias? No. Were you paying attention at all? When oh, I... Weezer. Sorry. That's not, that doesn't even start with a W. Charlie, I'm the one that's high. Okay. So, yeah, if anybody who's seen Hocus Pocus, you'll get the reference. You imagine those two switching places, though. Oh, that would be funny. I want to see Weezer go toe-to-toe with Winifred. <laughs> Oh, maybe that's maybe that's why you thought because there's a Winifred. Ah, that might have been what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, Winifred. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Winnie, <laughs> Broomhall. Oh no, Winnie's Winifred. No, I'm getting mixed up. Okay, I might be a little bit high too. <laughs> <laughs> You're really high. But I'm just like that could be Winifred. Winifred was from Hocus Pocus, which is what Winnie is from. <laughs> there is no Winnie or Winifred in Steel Magnolia. Like using the fuck out of me. Let's. <laughs> That's what we do. But yes. You're making me want to say one of my favorite Steel Magnolias quotes. We're like, I promise none of my personal tragedies will interfere with me doing good hair. <laughs> That's a mood because I do amazing hair despite the fact that I actually I do my best hair when I'm going through personal tragedies. <laughs> it was like the only reason people are nice to me is because I have more money than God. <laughs> oh, Reza, okay. why are you smiling? You run over a small child or something. We're getting off course. Why but the reason it's so great is because actually that's a really great segue because our friendship is a lot like Weeza and Clary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's almost uncanny. Yeah. Like I would totally from a, a podcast interview drag you into a men's locker room despite how fucking gay you are and you would just sit there and look at all the penises with distaste and anger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and you are too twisted for color TV. K- 
Katie, speak, speaking of which, speaking of which, and I, th- I, this is a request of mine, Katie. Could you tell me again one of your hilarious ass stories? Which one? Uh, well, is it okay to say? Because I think you know what I'm talking about. Don't make her tell that. She doesn't want to tell that. No, no, no. Let's get let's. That that needs to be a whole other that's conversation. That yeah, that's its own thing. Yeah, guys, we'll have a, we'll have a good Katie story for you another time. We'll have her on the show quite. But yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, I'll tell I'll tell those stories, but I think that needs to be its okay, own. Okay, I didn't want to embarrass you right now. This Katie. this seems to be a uh, but this this, why, has turned, this has turned into a Katie's coming out story. So yeah, that's, good, though. that's I mean, great. It's good yeah, to talk about though. Yeah. Are you okay with this? Right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I, okay, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. I don't. Want, that, that's the whole point of this podcast. We're here to have fun and make everyone comfortable. And okay. Well, well, that's why I wanted to ask because I didn't want to disrespect. Okay. Well, that's it's, like, it's not like this doesn't have funny moments. No, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Well, well, let me hold up. I just need a sound bite real quick. Hold on. Um, Katie, the coming out story presented by Subaru and, and U-Haul. <laughs> 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 Lifetime Television for women And Bravo And, the, what's the, and Logo what's, what's the car that I like when I'm using The Sneezy Oh Sneezy Deezy Deluxe. It's the car that sneezes <laughs> When you honk the horn That's <laughs> <laughs> so okay. okay wait a minute It's the so. car that sneezes Come on that's funny I think, that was, I think it's the cutest Because if you guys are Rick and Morty fans the one episode that made Katie giggle the most was the sneezy car. And I thought that was so cute because it was one of the most tamer jokes in that fucking series. Yeah. But it was so precious. Okay, so like we're having Katie tell a story or are we who, who's well, going to Okay, so we were what, we were talking about the the vacuum moment, the Winnie. Right, yeah, t- finish that story off. Yeah. yeah, that was basically it. Like we just had a lot of moments early in our friendship where that were like silly like that. That fused that out. was it, it went from it's like, OK, so she's I already like her because Another nerd who loves Harry Potter, right? And Carrie Fisher, right? Star, and the OG Star Wars, the I'm good totally Star Wars. Carrie Fisher right. tattooed on me at some point. <laughs> These traits aren't that rare among women, but people talk about it like it is. And, and I also, and I also am a very, I'm a very talkative person about what I like and stuff. People know I'm, right. I'm very direct about everything. Well, I'm like, I, I like. It's not like I haven't met other people who have these interests. It's usually it's not the same amount of things yeah they're usually into maybe one or two whereas i've got you know i've got harry potter i've got star wars batman mm-hmm. supergirl if there's any cute nerd chicks out there that's looking for a cute nerd lord nerd of the girl, rings she's available <laughs> this adorable lesbian and, i'm is available like, for adoption currently <laughs> well my think about like you've i don't know how long it, it was a while since you've been to my apartment i don't know yeah, if you been, remember my room. Last time i, I remember your, pretty well I think but the it's last been a while time i was at your apartment wasn't it when well, we were making pot brownies yeah for christmas it was well, like, and around you, thanksgiving well, like and you remember i've got that tap and that's not a tapestry that's way too fancy <laughs> uh, afghan, that throw thing, thing like, of yeah. the marauders map it was like an afghan you could and then the on the opposite over. wall i have the banner for uh, Hufflepuff, because I'm a Hufflepuff. Right, right. My ex actually gave you that Marauders map thing, which was to spite me, because she knew I wanted it in the breakup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of fun things I discovered about the things that I acquired from that. Yeah, like the sweatpants. What happened with the you sweatpants? You were so mad about those sweatpants. Those Nike sweatpants. 
What's first time you saw me wearing those and you were uh, she, she was just like these amazing sweatpants that belonged to her sister's boyfriend my ex did and they were amazing i, I loved them so much because i wore them all the time on my period because they were and they were really big on me but that was really nice for loose fitting stuff and she gave them to katie and not me and i was furious why did you break up in like a nasty divorce where the wife is fighting the husband by giving oh, away his things wait, that's an easy that's an easy <laughs> statement let me um be clear she was a spiteful cunt okay and if you don't like that I said that, die mad about it. I don't care. I love how that's the end of the story. So Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. <laughs> very yeah. direct. Slytherin best friend, Hufflepuff. Which is a very common combination. I Well, because if I had yeah. to pick a secondary house, Hufflepuff would be my secondary um, house. Uh, but I've got those things, and then I've got those two, the things for Star Wars. One's the Millennium Falcon, the other one's a Death Star. And you got your little stoner corner. You my got- little stoner corner, my little, like, um... It's not an idol. Thank you. I can't. (laughs) Words are not. Hi, sweetheart. Words are not coming to me. Um, I've got like my own little altar thing. Artemis is visiting Um, us. So she's got like a whole nerdum section. So and my my bed sheets are Star Wars. Like my room is decorated like a ten year old. You're wearing an Ewok t-shirt right now. And I'm wearing an Ewok t-shirt. And I'm wearing Harley Quinn uh, pajama pants. Like, she comes over. This is how Katie Katie and I have this special bond. The reason our friendship is so strong is because she comes over to our house, and she's a Taurus, and I have a ton of Taurus in my chart. So every time she comes over, there's mad Taurus energy. We get tacos. We get really stoned. We watch cartoons and take naps together. Like, she'll literally get in my bed, and we cuddle up and take naps together. That is the friendship we have. We whip out our nerdy pajama pants with Star Wars characters or whatever, Sometimes footy pajamas in the winter. Oh yeah, and that's just what our friendship is. Like my my Chewbacca onesie. And smoke weed and eat food, and that's how we always bonded. And that's why I think you felt so comfortable coming out to me. Yeah, as the first person because I just always it's just like okay, so my interests are not off-putting. No, and also you. I was yeah, the first think because it could be with. something weird like collecting p- parts of people or something. Like it, it could be, be, it could be really messed up. Yeah, I, that could have been a deal breaker. Could have, could have. Just like I, I like been, collecting um eyebrow shavings. I could have been bloody face. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, like you know, with, with our friendship too, it was just like it was it was very easy from the beginning. And I was the first person you smoked weed with, the first person you drank with. Yeah, all of that. You there were several first with me. several significant. Yeah. Well, what, besides as far you, as a platonic friendship goes. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> right. were, we weren't those friends that She's not out. those firsts. <laughs> I, 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 I had a friend that was that, but that wasn't Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Conchetta. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we made out in college for free beer? <laughs> but that, but yeah, but that, again, that circling, circling back to that moment with the damn vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> That, but that. that was the moment I was just like, okay, this person is going to be in my life mm-hmm. forever. And then mm-hmm. we were roommates for a little while. You moved in with me. Oh my god, they apartment. were roommates. It, and that was fun for about five minutes, not because of anything with us. It was just our other roommate that caused a lot of issues. Yeah, our part was great. That well, was that yeah. was a uh, mostly talk, fun three months. I think. Real talk. I hate having roommates, and like as do I. Aside from my partner, who is Charlie, the only other person I think I could ever live with would be Katie. Probably, like honestly, mm-hmm. like she was the, like we had. You would come home from work, and you would come into my room most nights, and mm-hmm. we would just smoke a bowl and watch TV. That's where we introduced you to Rick and Morty. Like, we just hung out and we order food. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Charles would then come home from work. Because he wasn't really living there. He was just visiting there. Yeah, I wasn't living there. I was was visiting there often. My apartment was more habitable than yours. So, I mean. 
Yeah. I think, I think you were over at that place more than you were. After a certain point, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I so we always hung out and stuff, and it was really, we had a really good living chemistry. I mean, Katie's right. a great roommate, so I mean, that's... And Lindsay's a really good cook. I feel the need to mention that. Oh yeah, tell her, tell Lindsay's everyone the story about cook. the chicken. Tell this chicken story and the waffle story. Oh. The two times Katie proposed to me oh. <laughs> in front of my boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> Those damn waffles. Okay. Well, he was he was too busy enjoying food to really notice what I was. Yeah, I don't legit, over there I, doing. I don't remember that part. His was the salad. <laughs> His was the salad. So tell your chicken and waffles. So the chicken, chicken and waffles were separate meals, but they could go together. That chicken. What did you put on that chicken? So it was um I put I I I put chicken in the oven and like sliced it in some like water just to kind of like cook it, mm. and then I put adobo, mm. uh, black pepper, mm. a, a little bit of salt, um, mm-hmm. rosemary, mm-hmm. a little lemon, and I think thyme. Like I put a bunch of seasonings on there to really like pull it together, but it wasn't overwhelming. Pull it together. And together. then I cooked. Um, I made some asparagus with like butter. I broiled some asparagus with like real like butter oh and then what else yeah. did i i had i had a <laughs> didn't, I, didn't I make red skin potatoes yes with like butter and sour cream mm-hmm. and then i served that and then the following morning is when i made those breakfast that that waffle breakfast the, i think, I think this, you had i think there was the chicken i remember rice yeah, i think you had I, a thing I of jasmine, jasmine rice. rice that's what it was not yeah the thing potatoes. of jasmine rice and then because I remember with the leftovers, uh, they, those were put together in the same container. And it tasted so amazing So those together. leftovers tasted Yeah, so the flavors good. all absorbed yeah. together. And that, so, was, that was the first time I had actually tried asparagus, too. And I made it so good. that, And I put a little adobo on the asparagus. Asparagus. That so, was and Then the so next good. morning, I made those raspberry waffles with that yeah. cream. The yeah, legendary, I got a, iconic cream in the family. And around this time, because this was... Oh, God. What, what, what was this? Was this 20... 17, 2018. 2018. Were you living there yet? You, you were about to move in if you hadn't yet. You, no, you, at, that t- at the time it was a chicken dinner, I was living. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. I thought they were like, <clears throat> day, like this <clears throat> same weekend, but I could be wrong. But anyway, um, so but I had. I made brunch um, for everybody. Because I remember this was this was definitely post Christmas of whatever that year was. Because I had, at my job, we did a Secret Santa and I got a waffle maker that was a BB 8. Waffle maker again. Star oh, Wars, yeah. Star Wars nerd. So she wanted right, to break right, right. it out. So we had to have the BB 8 waffles. So Lindsay's like, oh, I'll make some and I, I can just put. I made an entire brunch. With, I made like mimosas. They had raspberries, stuff. right? Yeah. I, and I it looked like when we opened it up, it actually looked like BB 8 had just been shot to hell. <laughs> but God, I'll tell Why you. is he bleeding? <laughs> I thought he was a real side. And then with that, I made a. Like, like a, God damn, there was a person in there. <laughs> that explains all these jokes. Oh my God. No robot can have a sense of humor that sharp. <laughs> So anyway, I made this really good uh, cream that was made for crepes, and it was like uh, it was a, like a cream cheese base with like powdered sugar and vanilla. I used to make it for crepes all the time, but I decided it'd be really good on the waffles. And I made mimosas and bacon, um, coffee. Um, I made you and Charlie hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah. With marshmallows. Yeah. That was a full. That was a. That's how I feel. That was a meal. That was a breakfast meal. That was not McDonald's. When I have access Mm -hmm. to a good kitchen, I can cook a really fucking mean meal, man. Like, that's why. Like, I wish that you guys lived with me at my apartment so that you could. You guys remember we could take turns cooking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 
Tell them about yeah. the salad. Yeah, the first Charlie time you had a good salad. So the first time, most of the time when I had salads, they were like from corner stores. Salads. And they didn't they didn't taste yeah, it tasted like SpongeBob made it. Like he didn't know what a <laughs> like whoever made it didn't know what a salad was. A piece was. of lettuce and ate it. And you ate it because you didn't know what a salad was. Yeah, and I didn't either. So I wasn't helping the situation. So the first time Lindsay made me a proper salad. <laughs> Let me want to tell him what was in it so we can Yeah tell him tell him what was in the so salad. So it was a spinach salad mm. with fresh strawberries, a, a nice seasoned grilled chicken, mm. carrots, cucumber, bell pepper, um a strawberry vinaigrette dressing. Oh. Um, did I say carrots? Uh, croutons, boiled egg, and a couple of other like really good things, and like a little cracked pepper. Oh god. <laughs> <clears throat> so that was his first time eating a proper salad. Oh, just give me a second. And it, I made it so because like I, I'll eat Can't those. Stop sweating. Surely have a moment. <laughs> Sometimes I don't want a heavy meal, and I like a nice hearty salad because it's nice and filling without making you too full. So I made that one night when Charlie said he wanted something light, and he was like, "Salad for dinner." Like, that was the most preposterous thing he's ever heard in his life. So, Lindsay made this salad. And, um, I'm sorry. I don't mean to speak about this salad in such a like sultry way. Like it's porn. Oh, uh, whatever. I'm just going to go with it. So, yeah, Lindsay, enjoy it. Lindsay, Daily dose of food porn. Lindsay made this salad, and it was the best salad I ever had. Now, <laughs> first of all, it was an amazing salad. Granted, the bar wasn't high, but. It didn't matter because it could have been now great. Now your bar is high. Now it is high, but it because now I'll eat a salad from somewhere and I'll just get upset. Like I'll just get f- physically angry. That but is don't not Don't you do Lindsay that when you salad. watch porn now? Yeah, yeah. You said that the other day. That was really yeah. It's like thing. I'll turn it on and it's just like none of these bitches look like my wife. It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> We're not married, but that's what it feels like. Well, we, we, we pretty much are. Like, we we act pretty married. Right. But anyway, so this salad, I, I started eating this salad. Now, what I didn't know is that you can't eat more than a certain amount of salad un, un, because you'll endanger your intestines. And well, I wasn't it's, aware it's of it. It's supposed to help you. It's like, it's, it's fiber. If you, right. It's, it's like a lot. Too, it's, like eating, like, it's like eating a bunch of fiber one bars. You're going to get the shits for days. Right, so I ate like three bowls of this, and you're not used to that in kind one, of roughage. In shit. one sitting, I wasn't mm. used to that. No, I wasn't your body ready wasn't for that. Ready. But I let you eat it because you were making orgasm noises while you ate it, and I wasn't about to put my hand in the middle and take your bowl away. And Katie was there, like they were both staring at me, like I was having full sex with this bowl. We were eating like we practically we, were. We were, eating our first bowl. <laughs> we were standing there talking, eating our first bowl, and we look over, and our, Charlie's like, "Oh, oh, oh I was like, "Is this oh. about to turn into like a weird American pie type of situation?" I'm like, "Please don't put your dick in my." Salad. I do what I want with my salad. <laughs> not gonna tell me it's not your salad no more. You put it in my bowl. I do what I want this with the salad. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, inevitably, you know, I ended up in the bathroom for several, several. I'm thinking days. Like, I don't it think was you more still like right yeah. I don't think I do actually. It, it's been different since. <laughs> <laughs> it's been different since that day. So you know. I'm gonna turn this off. This heat off. It's fucking hot and fucking here. Yeah. Um, Going directly on yeah, my back. I had to, like, pull. Y'all, y'all should have told me you were cooking. It feels like my grandma's house back in the day when she had her wood stove cooking. Well, I'm surprised I'm hot because this thing is aimed at you. I'm just sitting over here. It'll expand. Well, like, you're, like you're a marshmallow person. <clears throat> Any amount of heat makes you swell. I'm a mar- <laughs> marshmallow. She's a marshmallow. Is that my zone? See, I'm not a soft butch lesbian. I'm a marshmallow. Marshmallow. A marshmallow. Is, is that one of the many... Car- archetypes for a gay person. It is now. It is now. <laughs> it's a Katie. I'm gay. soft and I'm incredibly, but anyway. incredibly white. <laughs> well, actually, all of us are. We're kind of all like the pieces for a s'more. I'm crispy and 
not rigid, but I'm definitely strong and firm, like the graham cracker. Charlie's this velvety, soft, melty chocolate, and Katie's the squishy marshmallow. So with a s'more what? with one graham cracker? I'm enough for two people. I'm like a, I'm right. like the I'm I'm an, I'm an untoasted marshmallow. I'm the one you just pull right out of the bag and just put it. That's a sin. Right in there. How is that a sin? To put a raw marshmallow on a s'more? Because oh, I'm not saying good. that's what I am. I'm not toasted. <laughs> Look at me. Like a big I'm du- Dutch. I'm Dutch English. My genes did wait, not give me a chance. Wait, wait. <laughs> we describe her like Crystal like uh, on Squidbillies, like a big dollop of sour cream. <laughs> a big do, dollop, do a dollop of daisy. Okay, uh, before before we exit, because we have some time, and I know we were going to like, like 10 minutes. we weren't going to rush this either, because we, we were going to know this was a special long episode. We're not going to do an hour. We're going to do a little longer. I don't care how long it goes. I'm having fun talking. Yeah, I'm having a great time, and I think we should just let people see it for what it is. Um, do you guys want to hear a really fun story about when I was married? <laughs> yeah, tell us an ex husband story. Okay, let me just before you do. Huh? Oh, oh you, yeah. You're yeah, she's about to take a swig coffee. of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Sponsor us, please. It, we I need money. in a bottle, please. A people bodega. who make Mountain Dew, please make this available for, you know, people to buy on a regular basis. And can we please have Pitch Black back the way it tasted in 05? I'm tired of having to always go to Taco Bell because yeah. I want Baja Blast. Yeah, Nothing know, against Taco Bell. I just would like I to like drink a food, Baja Blast like, sometimes. Taco Bell's food's great, but you don't always want to go and eat there, but sometimes you just want a Baja. Right. And Baja Blast is great mixed with Hypnotic, which is our drink of choice. So, <laughs> so anyway, do you want to hear the? Do, do you guys want to hear the story of where I got <laughs> engaged, or do you guys want to hear the story about the fight at the river? Do the engaged one first. Okay, because that that introduces our audience to the first story, and then on a different story time, I'll tell the river story. Right. Take a swig of your Pepsi. And re- <laughs> by the way, for the guys out there listening, yes, I do think it's hot that she had an ex-husband. Okay, and I and I don't care what you think. Honey, you just mad that it's not. I'm getting mad. <laughs> Don't get mad. Also, it's... did I ever tell you it used to confuse the hell out of me whenever she would say ex-husband, because, but you know, back in back in that time, it never really occurred to me that people are bisexual. Oh. Bisexual, bisexuality, pansexuality exists. Well, you knew it, but it just didn't click in your brain because I was well, thinking I knew, it all the time. Well, and I knew you were with you were with. So, um, well, actually, at the time, I wasn't entirely sure. Yeah, but she wouldn't because she, she would talk about yeah uh, she she being Lindsay would talk about oh my ex husband and I was just like oh because you know I grew up heteronormative household so my right, mind right. automatically would default to oh she's straight right okay like oh well, I'm okay not offended by that because but then later on finding out that you were actually you were with this person and I was just like, oh. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, my sexuality is very much like a kaleidoscope. It, just, it, t- it takes twists and turns, and it just varies on the person. But She's so, a pansexual. You also don't read straight. Like No, I don't. I don't have entirely straight energy. I mean, I can, I can have it, but I'm more like on that, like, you're not sure or I'm gay. It's like, it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. I, but I, I have very androgynous features. I got the I got the lesbian haircut, so I mean... <laughs> well, now. <laughs> it's true. So, <laughs> when I was... When I was 21, I moved to Scottsdale, Arizona to be with my ex-girlfriend. Scottsdale. What? You're not going to do that the whole time. I'm not. I just, wanted, <laughs> I just felt like a call for it. Go ahead. So I went there to be with my ex-girlfriend, and she and I broke up, and several months later, I started like hanging out with my friend. Uh, I have a guy friend. I will call G. And um, G and I started hanging out, and we started kind of like 
dating. It was it was a slow buildup. We, you know, I told him very clearly I didn't really want a relationship right away, and I didn't want to casually fuck. I, and I, you know, I tried that with him, and it didn't work. I just didn't feel right about it. So we just decided to like see where it went. So we started dating in March of 2011. Um, my ex had just broken up with me, literally January 31st of that same year. So that shows how quickly I move on. Wow. So I do. Wow. You get a month of mourning, and then I'm off fucking someone else. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Scarlett O'Hara. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Life's too short to not get dicked if you want it. I'm just saying. <laughs> If you're gonna if you're gonna give me up and you're gonna be stupid enough to break up with me, you get a month of mourning and I'm gonna get on someone else's genitals. Sorry. But so, you know, G and I were, you know, dating or whatever, and June, literally that same year, from March to June, we are dating. Uh. And he and I like always smoked weed together and we did salvia together. We were like experimental drug buddies at the time, you know. We were young. I was twenty-two at the mm-hmm. time you know. great time to do drugs well yeah i mean it's just <laughs> and you know what i mean i i personally i didn't tr- i try not to let it get too far i was just fucking around i mean i took it far sometimes but like i generally had a pretty good control over it and um now all i do is smoke weed and take shrooms every five or two to five years just to check in with myself um but one night and i do acid for the first time together because we had done uh shrooms before right so we do acid and it's, I'll never forget, it was June of 2011. Wait. Me... Did you say his name just now? Oops. No last names. Go on. Add in a beep. <laughs> yeah, censor it out. Just censor it out for me. If I could find that part. All right, fine. <laughs> Please. I will censor it. Yes. You, you can edit this. this yes, I can edit this whole so, thing. So anyway. timestamp right around so, 52 minutes-ish. There you go. He and I, he and I had done acid that night. And it was, it was getting to the end of it. Like it was starting to wear off. So our stupid asses, we had, we lived literally like you pulled out of our apartment building and like took a right and went straight. And there was like McDonald's and a few restaurants. So when we were like sober enough, we got in the van and drove to McDonald's and got a 20 piece McNugget. And back then they had the Thai sweet chili sauce. So we got a bunch of that Mm. and we were still pretty high. Should have been Szechuan. They didn't have it back then. I know. (laughs) <laughs> I wouldn't have eaten it anyway. I just didn't have an interest in that one. But anyway, we're sitting in the McDonald's parking lot. It is two in the fucking morning. And we're eating. And I look at him and I go, I love you. He goes, I love you too. And we keep eating. And I go, you know what? I love you enough to marry you. He goes, do you want to get married? I go, really? He goes, yeah. I said, fuck yeah, let's get married. So I was still high. So I'm like, let's drive to Vegas. <laughs> you know, like I'm like, let's drive to Vegas tonight. <laughs> Because it's me. And like me on acid is just, I'm already impulsive. So like that is just not a good idea. So he's like, no, first of all, we're on acid. Second of all, <laughs> I want our families to be there. And I'm like, fuck them. Let's go. So I was ready. So we, you know, we decide to go. We wanted to do it the Halloween the following year, but we were just so eager to get married. We got married literally that Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we got the rings. We went to the courthouse wedding and all of that. But yeah, my engagement story was I was in a McDonald's parking lot, high on acid at two in the morning in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard, high as fuck. And I got engaged to my ex. Wow. Still a better love story than Twilight. <laughs> and Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, but, the, you know, it was... It, well, one beget the other, but so... The thing is, we were smart about it. We, like, the next morning we woke up and we were like, listen, we had a pretty intense conversation last night. Um, do you still feel that way? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, let's do it. 
And I'll never forget the day of my wedding. I'm in the car on the way to the courthouse and my mom goes, what happens if it doesn't work out? I go, then we get a divorce. Right. It's not that heavy. You know, you follow your heart. You love who you love. And if it doesn't work out, I mean, it's what's the difference between getting a divorce and breaking up? People Paperwork. <laughs> but, true that is true but he and I, it's not like we had a ton of assets or anything and we most of our stuff we had just coming in so it wasn't that crazy it, he, it was a really ugly divorce but that was a whole separate thing but like you know you can date somebody for 23 years and the breakup's just as painful i mean so if it doesn't work just get a divorce and fuck it like that's it yeah I, and <laughs> i recall the breakup with my ex was incredibly painful it was about like a divorce for you guys were together for a long time we were together for a while like we were together years. for a, a very long time and i did not deal with that breakup well well who would at it's awful. all it's awful i mean yeah when you understand the circumstance there was a lot of deception that had happened it was there was a lot of messed up things that had happened ha happened that had happened but the thing that sticks out to me the most which granted i don't remember it all that well because of how traumatic it was but i remember vaguely calling her up randomly at different times of the day and cursing <laughs> her out because i was hurt i was like how long did you do this for like a couple weeks here's the thing my sense of time at the moment was really messed up so it could have been it, it honestly could've realistically could have been like maybe a week and a half two weeks maybe three weeks it felt like i was doing it for like five months I don't hurt. know if it's not if if one of those is true or the other one is. But what I do know <laughs> is that at the time I would just be sitting on the couch seething and single, you know, as you do. And And your breakup was really ugly. She did you really dirty, so you were right, really hurt. Right. And I'm sitting there seething and I and my mind is just going through all of the stuff. And then she did fucked up stuff while you guys were together. So it was like when you break right. up with somebody that you're hurt by they leaving you and then after a while you have a process of like this relationship actually sucked. But I'm pro- I'm, I'm processing all of this stuff and and then out, out of nowhere I would just call her up and she would, she would pick for, and for real, I don't know why she picked up the phone. I don't know why she did that. I would have been like fuck you, man. Why was she picking like, right? I, like, you know, in because like, technically she, you were harassing her, so I mean, right, she could like, have just like hung up the fucking phone. Yeah, it's like you know, not to justify you. what she did, but in her defense, and why would you pick up the phone? Did, but, like, why would you answer? Yeah, yeah, like, like why would you pick? So she picked I answered that one call, and I'd be like, okay, fuck you, man, block your number, and never talk to you again. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't know why that never became an option for her. It was very strange to me. Like, it continues. Felt like she felt like she deserved to hear it. It something. continues to be strange to me why she never did that. It it, it was weird, but inevitably. I would call her like I was drunk or something. And I've never had a, I've never gotten drunk. I've never had a drink in my life. I've never done any drugs or anything you've like t- that. You've tasted a drink, but you've never I've tasted it. drinks. But that's different from, yeah, like, yeah, having a drink. Charlie, by choice, no for not any addiction reasons, Charlie's just entirely sober. Right. And I hear raw dog in life like a fucking least, weirdo. At least one of us, <laughs> really, at least one of us needs to be. Well, you know, this podcast. We this, need one supervision. This, there needs to be one adult. This podcast needs. It needs I'm a designated adult, driver. I'm just a fun adult. There's a difference. So yeah, exactly. There's a difference. So basically, I call her up, and I'm so sad and, and crying. Like I'm doing that gag cry thing. Like, the like I call, cry. and I sound drunk. I'm like, why did you do this to me? I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, I don't understand. It's funny what. now. It's probably horrible. <laughs> you know, what you, you know, you know, you know how you made me feel. You know how you made me feel. You don't even know how you made me feel. You wish you made me feel it. I'm, I'm not even really saying anything. Yeah, no, that's the thing though. The thing is about breakups. I've been through several, and some of the stuff I did, I did after the breakups were hilarious, but it wasn't at the time. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt. But what the hell is that picture? 
Oh, okay. So we're talking- oh, on my laptop? Oh, on, oh, on my computer? computer background. Yeah, it's one of the pictures he took from the Spider-Man game. Why is there a lady lying on a skateboard? Because that's one of the fake Je- billboards. What does that have to do with jeans? <laughs> it's one of their fake billboards in do, that video. She's just lying sense? down- On a skateboard. With her chin on a skateboard. Yeah, looking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's called modeling, Katie. And, and it's just jeans. Jeans. Jeans, $24.95. No store. Well, oh, wait, there's a the store. It's hidden by his body. But anyway, so... Um, I'm sorry, that was just... That's okay. What, what the like, hell? When, that was such a squirrel moment. <laughs> like, squirrel! <laughs> when, when my ex and I broke up, my latest ex, the last one, um, I had a lot of really hilarious, like, grieving moments. But one of my favorites is I was... During the time that she broke up with me, I was pet sitting yeah. for people I pet sit for a lot. And I was staying in this beautiful building and I stormed in one day. I was just in a really sour, pissed off mood. Like I was, just, I felt like my body was made of concrete. I wasn't so much pain. We had just broken up like that week. It was horrible. Right. And I was not having fucking anything, but I still got up and did my dog walks and did the clients I was supposed to do. You know, I just made myself get up. So I'm walking back into the building. And as I enter the building and go to get in the elevator, I hit the elevator. And as the elevator is coming, Love Will Keep Us Together by Captain and Tennille started playing in the lobby. <laughs> and I just look up at the ceiling like I'm talking to God and I go, fuck you, Captain and Tennille. And I get in the elevator. <laughs> I was so fucking mad. Oh, my God. And, and like. Oh, and that same in that same token, and I, I have a friend named Tommy who was a dog walker. He's been like dog walking for years, and he comforted me during this time, and I'm still grateful for that because I was embarrassing. So <laughs> I went to the park every day to do my dog walks, and because I was so devastated, I would just sit on a bench with the dog. Wow! It, it was during the time it was like July, June, so like it was raining a lot. Uh huh. And I would sit in Riverside Park in Manhattan. And gag, dry heave, cry on a bench in front of everybody. Like, I didn't give a fuck. And it was raining. And I'm just like, why did you eat? (laughs) (laughs) And the poor dogs I was walking were just looking at me like, oh, my God, you were not The dogs are looking at you like, oh, shit, this bitch is going crazy. Oh, my God. I I need to go home. Thankfully, the golden retrievers I was pet sitting were great comfort at the time. But like, like the dogs I was walking between taking care of those dogs. Just giving you the side eye. I'm just in the park. I'm I'm so lost without you. (laughs) The dog's just looking at her like, excuse me, this is my time. (laughs) That's exactly how it was. And we can talk about you later. And I remember one time a dog stared at me and kind of made a noise like I wanted to walk. And I go, fuck you. This isn't about you. (laughs) I felt bad, but I was just not. I shouldn't have been working, but I needed the money because I had just gotten dumped. So... (laughs) Oh yeah, that that's that's one of the worst parts where you gotta suddenly pick up all the bills, absorb the, yeah. the oh, full God. weight of the income. My rent was so expensive at that last place oh. too. But yeah, like it was real. It was I was making good money at the time, and I mean, I did. I picked myself up like a few weeks later, and I started take, taking myself on dates and you know meditating more. And I started doing. I was the whole breakup. I was trying to do good things for myself, but I did allow myself to do that really ugly cry grieving. I'd sit in the bathtub and I'd start crying. I went on a Martha Plimpton binge and started watching all of her movies and TV shows because for some reason she her voice brought me comfort. Um, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I was going. I was she, for some reason she was just really comforting to watch because she was a very strong female. Right. And it sort of inspired me to right. pull myself out of there. The weirdest part about that whole thing was the was the B side of it, which is what the, and Katie's relationship became. Yeah, so Katie can... <laughs> 
can tell a little bit because that that breakup was a fucking fiasco and i won't go into it because it's just the whole thing but it was it was legitimate legitimately really funny looking back at it there were a lot of stressful moments but that like and I, there was I walked by an umbrella that had been turned inside out and flipped upside down. And I took a picture of it and I was like, I know how this umbrella feels. Like, <laughs> that's deep. Yeah, that's deep. You I was that like hurt. Oh, I was inside out hurt. umbrella. <laughs> you <laughs> were so hurt. You were comparing so yourself great. to trash. <laughs> no, it, was, it was really sad. I mean, it was so gray and shitty. And like, I mean, that building had a pool, and I was too pressed to even too depressed to even go swimming or even leave the apartment. I would just ugly cry and wait for delivery food. My ex broke up with me, I think, at the end in the beginning of spring, and it didn't matter. <laughs> like it just didn't well, matter. Well, it was summer. It was like it was summer when. Summer. Thankfully, it was summer when she and I split because I got to go. I, got, I finally got myself to go outside and enjoy, like going to the village and stuff. But okay, right. so well, and I remember how that happened to. Well, like um, parts of it. I just remember getting a text from you one day. Be like, I'm gonna take myself out on a date. Well, no, that was about when the two of you broke up, but yeah. oh, you yeah. hadn't actually. Like we went it wasn't, I mean, break. it wasn't, it wasn't like, like this was well before you had, you guys had put it on, uh, social she, media. She wanted to take right. two weeks where we, like, I don't, I still but this was, why, no, but. you, you texted me and said, Hey, this happened. happened. And the next, cause I had plans to hang out with you guys. I think that very weekend, mm-hmm. like the week that you had sent me that text and she was like, um, you sent me that text and it's like, this is what's happening wants to sit down you know the three of us together and tell you so you know act surprised yeah or sad or whatever the whatever wording, whatever the wording was that, that you i forgot even, I, I felt like i so, don't even remember that but i do remember when like, i was so when i was at the so when i was at the apartment they did they sat me down like i was their child and they were telling yeah. me that mommies were getting a divorce yeah but here's the thing she it thought, was the most dramatic but, setup and i'm sitting here going like i can't i already know what it is that you're gonna tell me but why are you setting idea. up here's the stage the this she way she thought the internet and the world was going to be devastated like we were Brangelina or something. And I'm like, they're not going to give a fuck because we, the both of us know and everybody knows that everybody liked me better anyway. So I had a similar reaction <laughs> to my breakup. I, when, when it had, cause the thing is my sense, my, my sense of reality was so limited at that point. Yeah. All I knew really was that relationship. And or and at that least, was like your first and really only long term relationship before us. So if if it wasn't all I knew, it was a good chunk of my life experience at that point. So when I when, when she because she broke up with me and left when she broke up with me and people started finding out, I thought that it was going to be this whole thing like everybody like I had to explain it to everybody because I, you I had know. to make a whole Facebook status because she thought everyone would be devastated. I, I didn't know. But she's like, Lindsay, people are fans of us as a couple. <laughs> They are going to be so upset that we're breaking up. They're going to be so L- devastated. Lindsay, the amount, the, the 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 infrastructure that we're supporting, the income that happens because of us. She's talking Lindsay. like we were Tim Burton and Helena Bonham Carter, bitch. Lindsay, like, there are movies that are going to come out because of us, and you're jeopardizing it right now by making me leave you. <laughs> <laughs> I have to leave you because I need to go get some strange dick, Lindsay. Okay, I don't understand how that's my fault, but Kay. So anyway, tell your omelet story, please. Omelet? Oh, that's right. Because I was eating the an incident. <laughs> because well, that, that has oh. to, but you have the whole. You have to explain the whole, like the whole thing, because that has to, that has context. The omelet. Okay, so so, so I can tell like the whole. Yeah, tell anything you want. Like yeah. Well, I don't know how much I can, I can disclose. I'm sitting here. No, we're we're not bothered by this. We ha- we have our hat past in our histories, and we're not bothered. No, by yeah, it. I'm good. Yeah. 
I'm yeah, not that trying insecure. To, trying to, trying to show, no. I'm trying a little to show insecure. No, gosh, we're, 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 we're pretty secure in our relationships. So. <laughs> She's pretty secure in our relationship. No, I'm, 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 I'm insecure by me as a man. No, you're wonderful, baby. But anyway, <laughs> let Katie tell her story, honey. Okay. So I'd have to go. Uh, okay, so this goes back almost to, well, damn near the beginning of when we'll we tell started you the talking. TLDR version as much as possible. Um, but the, yeah, this goes back to almost like when we started talking. Uh when our friendship first like started um among among the firsts that Lindsay was for me the first love is on that list oh. right 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 still so sweet and again this was like like the whole everybody um knew I was gay and I'm thinking that I'm doing such a good job of not See, showing that. Thing. Remember how I mentioned earlier I'm naive and wasn't aware I was the only one that didn't know. Jocelyn yeah. joked about it and she'd be like, you know Katie has a crush And I'm sitting here going, yeah, you're talking you're no, talking no. about how I don't know anything and I'm sitting here going, yeah, you really don't know anything with me. Are you still bitter about it? No, because it's like, I had no idea. And Jocelyn would always be like, you know Katie has a crush on you, right? And I'm like, no, she doesn't. We're bros because it's me. So our job, so our job at Job From Hell, TSE, we had to stand out in Times Square, one of the many, 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 many people trying to sell you shit. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and we needed money. That was definitely us. Our yeah. boss, our boss usually wanted us to, like, stand on our own, which almost never happened while we were out there because we all had our favorite person. And yeah, he didn't want to stand Or persons. And like Lindsay, Lindsay had become mine, so every time we were out, and we if we were on the same part of the sidewalk i always found my you way always, she gradually just drifted she gradually would just drift a little closer as the shift went on to eventually she was just holding my arm and i'm like broadway tickets hi katie broadway well and i remember <laughs> i can remember one time when we were in um we were in that area that's where sephora is oh yeah we were over there a lot right yeah you know over where the painted ladies are Des, des nudas. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> fighting fighting for that territory. Oh, that's fun. Oh, the titty story. girls. Yeah, the titty girls. Yeah, it's right. hard to sell Broadway tickets when someone's titties are out. I thought I was going to take my top off at That's some a point. tough sell. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. You get it, girls. You take your money. or titties. Just like Les Miserables painted titties right now. Which one of those do you pick? I don't know anybody, including everyone in this room, that wouldn't choose the titties. So that's fair. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we were competing for titty territory. Titty tory. <laughs> Invented a new word, titty tory. I'm, I'm glad it's funny now because it was horrible then. Charlie, Charlie Grant, 2020. <laughs> um, but we were we were we were in that area, and the two of us were just talking, and then it looked like I was going to get someone that was going to come and talk to me about tickets. So my attention is diverted. And during that moment, Jocelyn's like, Lindsay, come over here. And I was like, okay, hi. I'm and like, I turn and I turn and around I was and I'm like busy. I didn't want to bother you. So. Yeah. And this was when I was still kind of in denial over the, the fact that face. Well, not just myself, but I was also in denial over the fact that I had a crush. <laughs> yeah. Was it was just denial. like, oh, this right. is just you know, this is just my friend Lindsay. You no, know, this is completely much. normal. This is normal for me to you know, sp- give this one person this much attention. It's completely normal. <laughs> <laughs> And I was just like, I thought, I thought it was because I made you feel comfortable that you just were close to me. And I was like, okay, I'm the first person to ever accept her. So logically speaking, she'd get a little clingy early on. Which was how that, you know, that was the catalyst. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to joke with 
being like, you're always trying to take her away from me. Now, mm-hmm. during this time, I did not know that they were a couple. So I was not that's aware. What's, that's what makes it extra funny. Yeah. I, w- I was not aware that I was glomming on to someone who was taken, taken at right. the time. I don't do that. That's not my thing. No, and I respect that. And I appreciate that. Um, Believe me, once I found out, I just kind of backed off a bit. I'm like, oh, he's okay. I need to come right over here because she got somebody already. She needs space, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, time, you know, time goes by and I do what I do best and deny everything and push everything down. She had a nice double dip of denial. Mm-hmm. That's her favorite river. <laughs> <laughs> that was lovely. That was a fun conversation with my mom, too. Oh, Being boy. Like, well, your mom's been insisting you've been in love with me since before you knew. Yeah. And, well, she had asked me that question. Um, this was around the time that you guys actually broke up that this happened. Mm-hmm. I had this conversation with her where she's like, is is Lindsay your girlfriend? Because mm-hmm. it, it, it actually happened around the same time that I came out to her. Yeah, it's just, it was when, that was all kind of handy. Like, I came out to her, and then, like, maybe a month later, I think you guys broke up. Something mm, like that. Mm. To set up the timeline. Yeah, right, roughly. Right, um, right. It was, it was And I was just like, oh, psh, It was definitely the psh, same year. No, nah, Mom, like, it's just, just a friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all, no. <laughs> just a 20-minute. <just> <laughs> see my girlfriend. Like, me in love with, like, no. Was it like a Blanche Devereux of, like, oh, God, I wish I was dead. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm like, God, I wish I was dead. <laughs> They're just like, well, she clearly means a lot to you, so I'm just, I'm just like, no, <laughs> no. And I mean, I, I, when I, when I like meant that much to Katie, I just, I, I again, I treat my friends very special, so I just thought I was a very special friend to her. But it turns out she had special friend feelings to me in the way they described lesbians in the '80s. So, <laughs> Katie's her special friend, her roommate. You can't wanted, see the air quotes, but you can hear them. I wanted, <laughs> I, I wanted, I wanted to, to lesbian together, to Lebanese. I wanted to Lebanese. Katie wanted to run a U-Haul with me and get a Katie cat. Katie and her special friend are taking a trip to Lebanon. <laughs> Kate, Kate, well, Katie's special friends Le- is from Le- is from Lebanon. Well, she's Lebanese. Well, that's that's a great one. Dan Thomas one. <laughs> Lebanese Lesbian. Blanche. Lesbian. 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 <laughs> Everything's a Golden Girls. Oh, for, it always loops back. But uh, okay, so after that conversation and like whatever time period was later that you you guys broke up. The fir- and by that point, I had pretty much reconciled it into my head. Okay, yeah, I have I have feelings. I I can't. And Katie, I can't like I can't keep denying that anymore. I do, but and Katie didn't know that Lindsay doesn't say single it's for like, longer than a month. Rule, well, and it's so. like let's <laughs> let, like, like okay, let's let's keep it to self because you know at the time, in a relationship. Right. But then after it ended, it was like okay, she, you know, because one of the things that you had said was that you want you didn't want to date anybody. You wanted space. Yeah. And I did not expect for me to fall in love with Charlie so fast. So, that was that. I, so I thought I was going to be single for at least six months. That was my plan. I was trying to do it differently. Yeah. And that was, okay, so let's respect the space. And Which I, I appreciate. I didn't, and you know, people always, you know, I keep hearing, you know, hey, if you if you like somebody, tell them. But I'm like, yes. Unless they, unless they, but I requested space, so you were respecting that. I agree with that. I okay. never sat right with me either. It yeah, depends on the context like, yeah. and the situation and like if, if you're it's comfortable. Like, it's like boundary like boundaries exist. Right. right? And they right. exist for a reason. It's like I and I wasn't about to you know violate I was about to violate that. Right. right. And I mean so and I'm like, like okay, have, I'll give I'll give time and everything's gonna be fine. And if I've had friends who feel like in while I was in a relationship be like, listen, it, I don't expect anything of this, but I just have a crush on you when I went, wanted to get it off my chest. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I totally I'm like, oh, I'm flattered, thank you. And that's usually where it ends. Admittedly Which, the only reason I said anything is because I didn't know that. 
you said you said that the, about six months. Well, because you and I were hanging thing. out a lot, and like I didn't want to bring it up because as we hung out, I was starting to feel things, and I was like, "Well, I don't want to shut off." I mean, I wanted, and I, but I actually told you after you told me, I started crying because I'm like, I wanted to take to make sure I was, you know, growing as a person and taking the time for myself, but I'm also not going to shoot you down now because I don't want to leave you single and have you get snatched up by someone else. I want to be with you. You started crying. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No, it was very sad. I was worried about like. <laughs> not- <laughs> What? <laughs> he told me he loved me and it was very sad. Well, no, it was just like he told me he wanted to like date me. And I was like, you know what? I, I was, I didn't think I was just scared to get involved with somebody because I had gotten so hurt in the last relationship, but I wasn't going to push this opportunity away because I knew I wanted to date him. And I, you know, he's pretty special. I didn't want him to get snatched up. So they said I was special yeah. in second grade too. Anyway, Katie, you were saying. <laughs> You too? Did you have to go to the special classes too? Several. Yeah, same. <laughs> All this, this, this part of the story kind of seemed to escalate pretty quickly. It feels like it went by really fast. As it does. As it does. Yes. It went from they break up to we were talking, some whatever conversation it was, mm-hmm. and I, you had worked around to, you know, Jocelyn said this about you and me i had mentioned like jocelyn had thought you had a crush on me and i was like laughing about it. i'm like and, you know, can you believe that and up, until, up until that point anytime Stupid someone said anything me. remotely like that i was just like no psh, no that's not a thing that's mm-hmm. no and we laughed we were just like ah! and by that point i'm just like eh, you know she wasn't wrong so yeah, like, you came i just kind of remember that conversation yeah i remember i was standing, standing in the doorway just like fidgeting. leaning on the doorway just like you know you wouldn't make eye fidgeting with, with the nails and you wouldn't like, look at me but my dumbass. I could denies again. You double deny. Still denying it because it's not like she's not I'm like. Well, you know she's not wrong, but you know I, that was, that's that was, was in the past. Like <laughs> that was when we first met. Like it's like it's it, that's that's been gone for. And a I while. had an inkling okay. feeling she was lying to me because she was because she was my friend. I believed her. I was like, okay, I, I her body language is telling me otherwise. But because she's my friend, she would have no reason to lie to me by now. I'm gonna just let this go. So then Charlie and I start dating. And I text her all excited because she was friends with both of us. Right. And this was, yeah, and this was around the time And it was when, so harmless. I was just like, hey. Well, and this was around the time that it was, it, um, it had been like confirmed or whatever that I was going to be moving in. Right. And, and you had also confirmed that you had no feelings for me anymore. Yeah. So. I had no, I, I was completely out of the loop with this. I, I had you no, all of this. No, I mean, you told me after it played out. Before that, I had no idea that right. Katie it was, it was, was a into lot. you like that. And it was a lot. I, I was in the dark. <laughs> You're not mad you found out later, right? No, 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 I'm not. I'm just saying, like, like. It, it, oh. it happened well, so fast. And the two of us didn't really start. We didn't really become until friends until, until you guys I, were, were Yeah, so afterwards, right. Yeah. And here's the thing, and like. So when she when she had officially confirmed she didn't have feelings for me anymore, I always viewed Katie more platonically anyway. So I was just like, well, good. Now me dating Charlie won't hurt her. Everybody will be happy and we can just go about our lives. <laughs> so I <Okay>. thought. <laughs> so I thought. Whatever. Katie. Katie. So I thought. So I but text. But Lindsay so was ch- wrong. Charlie and I officially I, it's, it appears I was wrong. So, so I text her and when we, he and I officially decide to make it a thing. Um, and I'm like, oh my God, Charlie and I are together. I was really excited. And then she just went like ghost on me for like two weeks. Well, oh. you, you sent me two well, pug memes no. and then what happened? Okay. What happened? What happened? What happened? What no. <laughs> was that day? 
And God, this is, okay, so yeah. this is how my memory works. I always remember, like, the things that hurt me the most. Like, why does my brain do that? I don't know. Because you stay home and hurt your own feelings all the time. Like, but it's <laughs> I've replayed, like, it, it, it doesn't really happen now unless I'm actually talking about it. But I replayed that day in my head so many times that I can still see it pretty clearly. Even though you deleted I was the working at the, okay, so at the time I was living up in Westchester County and I had a job at a doggy daycare up in Yorktown. Right, okay. Which was not too and far from... this before you moved in with me, so I didn't see you that much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. you saw me, like, every couple months or so. Yeah, or so. Maybe once a bit. month. Maybe, yeah. Um, but I was at work, and this was early in the morning. I'm outside in the yard with the dogs, and I got that text message. that It started out with... It was like, can I tell you a secret or something? Something in that vein. You didn't just say, hey, me and Charlie are together. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I've got something to tell you. Can I tell you? I'm like, sure, yeah. And, but that was not what I was expecting to see. Yeah, it was, was that just, Charlie and I have started a romantic relationship. Yeah, it was very... That like, exact wording. Yeah. Charlie and I <laughs> She's looking at me. I'm like, what? That's intense. Oh, my God. You, but I had not... She had denied her feelings for me, so I didn't think it would be hurting her. Because if, if she had said, I still have feelings for you, I would have dropped this bomb on her so much differently. I would have told her in person. Oh, yeah, I would have bought her lunch. This is why I don't really look at it as... I didn't do anything wrong. It's yeah, just, I don't look at it as you broke my heart. I look at it as I broke my own damn heart because I... You hurt your own feelings. Yeah. Like, I, like only this time, instead of being in my head, it was something that actually played out in real life. But I have a, a lot of respect for that. For I, yeah. I, I legitimately do have a lot of respect for that. Yeah, that was... It was That's crazy. Deep. I felt so bad. And then... That must be really... And damn. then, when did you tell me... I can't remember. When did you tell me you had lied to me? You, you, so you, after I said that, she didn't say anything about being happy for it. She started sending me pug photos. Yeah, it, well, it started... It was so weird. My first response, because I did, I did respond after, like, within a Hours. few minutes. Oh, well, within oh, yeah, a few minutes, yeah. I was just, like, you know, trying to sound curious. Well, when did this begin? Mm-hmm. And it was, <laughs> as I think you had told me, it had been, like, a month or six weeks, something yeah, like we that. It was, really still, sure. it, was it was still weeks. relatively, it was still yeah, a new a few thing. few weeks, yeah. We were just kind of settling into it. But... Now I'm standing there, like I said, I'm at work, so now I'm standing out there in the yard with these dogs trying really hard not to cry. And I felt so bad upsetting you at work, because nothing's worse because than Because that was just work. like, everything came crashing down, and at the same time, I'm sitting there thinking, but wait a minute, she said she wanted time. <laughs> what happened to the time she yeah, needed? I feel, yeah, I feel you on that. <laughs> but like, that, all that, all that information, yeah, that's rough to hit and get in one, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, I- That's a lot. You know, it wasn't my intent to hurt her, That's but it's lot. just, you know, so, you know, we you can break anybody's heart not on purpose. It just happens. I, I have never. But like I said, if, yeah. she, if I had I've never just broken known, anyone's heart. If I, had, <laughs> if I had just known that she, like, still had even tentative feelings or even remotely at all, she made it sound like it was so past tense that it wasn't even a, a, a small lingering. So I just was like, mm-hmm. cool, I'm going to just, you know, tell her this because we're all friends and it's like there's no... That's over. She had her little crush on me and that was it. I didn't know her crush had ran so deep beyond a crush. And I didn't know she she lied to my to my face like twice. So like, <laughs> like I, bitch, I am not a yeah, mind speaking, reader. Speaking my truth has never really been. My it's strong. new. You're new at it. It's not my strong suit. But this is not one of those cases where I'm mad at a friend it, for lying to me because you lied to mm-hmm. me out of fear and it didn't hurt me. And it ended up just hurting you. And I'm like, well, I hope you learned that you don't have to lie to me. And it, you know, it just, it just stems or yourself. From, well, yeah, it just, it just stems from having to keep 
pretty significant details about myself secret for such a long time. And then you were back in a corner point, to tell the truth. I so, feel like, you. After, yeah. after that, she can, sent me something. She's cr- like, she sent me like a pug meme, and then I didn't hear from you. For yeah, like, like a couple hours later, I had taken a couple a picture of a couple pugs that were at my daycare oh, that day, and I just sent a picture to her, just random, and it was just like puggies. I'm like, Ooh. what? Like, this is... <laughs> I'm gonna bury this. Here's a picture of a pug. Yeah, exactly. Don't look just... at my emotions, please. It's like, I don't. I can't deal with this right now. I don't want to deal with this right now. Repress. I can't let her know Repress. I'm dealing with this right now. So here's a picture of pugs. And <laughs> I was confused as shit. And I just like, Katie, I was like, Katie and her fucking stoner ass is sending me... I'm trying to talk about my relationship. I'm in a relationship with a guy for the first time in years, and you're sending me pug photos? So I just dropped it, and I was I was working anyway. So, and then I didn't hear from you for like yeah, long. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't talk to you for a while, like a couple weeks. And but then again, I don't whole- think I don't think I've ever actually I don't think I've ever told you this what? detail. Oh, I've told her I forgot, this. I don't I, think I've I told know, you this. And I didn't want to tell him because I didn't want to hurt his feelings. I had, yeah, and I, this is not. It, intended to hurt the feelings it's just we're talking about things so yeah yeah yeah. what happened it was really hard for me to hear the name charlie for a long time after i feel so bad about that (laughs) well don't feel bad it was just i mean i know things just happen the way it happened but because it wasn't to hurt katie yeah like i wasn't trying to hurt you know no and i know that yeah it's like i know that but you know when you know when you no, hurt, like, you, like you were talking about like what you were doing with your ex when you were hurt right i was hurt I, right. no I, and i and again i get you that or hear about you or i totally about get that i totally and I didn't tell you because i didn't want you to feel bad or oh i definitely would have yeah i would have yeah, cried and it's like it's like yeah, it's like charlie cried, i couldn't tell yeah him. it's like, it's like charlie think. it's like charlie did not do this to me he did not tell him it's like it's like he did not do anything to me i'm just hurting right now which is fair. And he happened and, to be the person I love, so it was hard. And there, and one of my favorite dogs at my daycare was a dog named Charlie. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. That was oh, just. Oh man. Was that just, was a that was a really rough. That's uh, tough. That's yeah. oh. That was maybe two months Yeesh. because that was that was a month before I moved in. Right. Oh. When, oh. Yeah, she was when that happened. Roommate, so. so I, so I'm trying to deal with that for the month. That I pretty much had to like, you know, seclude myself and lick my wounds, so to speak. Yeah, and I, I mean, I just, I, and, <laughs> and then the we'll first go wild, not talk, and we'll just be busy. So I didn't even think any. I didn't think she was mad or anything. Even, even that first couple weeks after I moved in, you were so awkward. It was still like, it's like I'm trying, like, oh, God, I want to be happy for the two of you because I like both of you, right. and you guys do make a really like I knew back then, you guys do make a really good couple, a better couple. Honestly. Yeah, Katie and I are better off as, like, really good friends. Yeah. We oh, you mean compared? Oh, I thought she meant, like, better than, than you and, and your ex. Well, that's, well, that's, that's also true. But, like, oh, okay. That, like, Katie true. and I would never but, make a good couple. That's why I always liked her platonically, because I always knew that was never... Which which now I know, but, of course, at the time... Yeah, at the that time, was not that wasn't going to be on your on mind. On the forefront of my mind. Right. No, you and wouldn't have that idea. Like, I thought, time. My thought pretty much was my head was spinning, and it was just like, what the hell just happened? Then she made another ghostly appearance in my door to tell me she lied to me <laughs> well no that one again i can recall this I, I, so clearly I, I, I don't remember exactly but i remember you we were me. in the living room oh, jesus oh god okay i think the only light i think the only light that was on was that beautiful lamp that was yeah that, that lamp it wasn't even the backlighting on the wall it was just a lamp that really pretty paper lamp that was on that, it reflected so much light you, you were smoking i wasn't because i'm sitting there all nervous i'm very just like, cinematic i'm just like listen i'm like i'm like i have I'm like, okay, I have got to say something because if I move in with this girl, 
I'm feeling just, the way that I do, it's something's going to not go well. It's going to create bitterness you didn't want. Yeah, that was I really think, decent of you to do that because well, most people, was, most people would just let that simmer, and then you know, then you get episodes of like, Deadly Women. Yeah, you know, they just murdered her <laughs> well, in the next room six months kept, later. <laughs> well, and I kept thinking, you know what? At the end of the day, this is my best friend. Right. And, it's better to have me as that. Than yeah, I'm like, I cannot lose that friendship. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm just gonna have to find a way to deal with this. Like it hurts, like an adult, and but know. I have to find a way to deal with the pain instead of just pretending like it's and not we got there. through it so well once you told me and i was like why the fuck did you lie to me again like i just like i was just like you don't <sighs> what i the only thing i don't remember is what we were talking about that the I, conversation wound up going in that we direction were just, I, I was just smoking and chilling with you and i think you just wanted yeah. to tell me it had thing had been on your mind and I, could, I remember or I, was I, I, or there, I, had pro, I had probed you because so i could tell something was bothering you because yeah i can always tell like there was there was something but i don't remember exactly what but i can remember i was just sitting i can remember i was sitting like this mm-hmm. i know i know that people what uh listening can't see this but you know yeah just, with just, just you know, face head, palm in a little bit head in hand but i had my yeah, i had my hand. hand like over okay. over my mouth like she didn't want to say anything right but she needed and actually and actually since she was like what it, like what is it so i said it i'm just i'm just sitting here i'm just like I've, and i was like okay. i'm just like I've, i'm like i've been in love with you like from the beginning yeah, you're just like, sitting there, and you, of course, you know she's stoned as hell. <laughs> she's sitting there, still. She's sitting there high, still aware, and she, but she's just looking. She's just looking at me with with those eyes, just like I didn't know that. Oh my god, why didn't she say something sooner? And everything. Yeah. It was just, it was so nice and sweet. Like I yeah. knew it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's it was Lindsay. Just such a scary situation. To it be was because I'm sitting there shaking. I'm just like, oh my god! I'm like, I'm confessing something to this girl. I already know where I stand. Right, right, She's right. in a re- like, it's the beginnings, but it's still in a relationship. You at all. Like I was always very honest. And you know, I'm not saying this to be like, no, pick me, please, come over to my side. No, you just needed to. It's just God, please, I need to say this to you because oh my God, this is weighing me down and, like, so much. I, th- I think we hugged, and it was just, it yeah, was really a lovely, was, and it was fine. It was really lovely, and it was like it, I was, I, you know, obviously it was very sweet, and I'm not bothered by it at all because the, the, human feelings are very complicated, and as long as you're respectful. That's all that matters. And I found out about all of this way after the fact. <laughs> well, I didn't mention a lot of it to you because Katie had requested I don't. Yeah. And two, and, and I can respect. And that. I don't like. I'm, I think, I'm just saying. I found I out later. You, but I also don't feel the need to tell my friends secrets if it's they're not willing to share it. Yeah, I didn't. You know. Yeah. Uh, and it was. Yeah, it was I don't feel. She, and she, you I don't know, feel for a while she didn't like you for a bit, and I felt bad about that. And like. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel obligated to that. Inf- to that information, anyway, and so I'm glad you shared it with me. Be, thank, thank you for telling that me that. Leads us to you the know, omelet I'm, situation. I'm sure that was. My God, that must have been so crazy to deal with. And the fact that she could still look at me and still be my friend and stuff after all of that is great. The fact that she could come over and not punch me in the face every <laughs> every day. It's like, hey, Lindsay. Well, hey, Charlie. Just, I'm sitting there like, hi, Katie. How are you doing? It's always a pleasure when you come oh, over. There were, it's always such a pleasure. <laughs> the, closest, the closest was having that, you know, in my head, you'd come over and my thought would be like, you. <laughs> she would peer out of her fucking room like a gargoyle, just like <laughs> looking at your roots, just like Dinkleberg. <laughs> oh my god, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> that's literally 
right over there like fucking die <laughs> okay if anybody ever watches what we do in the shadow we basically what we do in the shadows we are basically last low nandor and nadja 110 yes. yeah charlie and i are totally last low and nadja 110 right. and katie is nandor she's just like fucking guy paper <laughs> Uh, yes, I understand the ether. <laughs> this would make a very good gift anyway, for a man named Steve. But anyway, that leads to the omelet story that yes, you have the, to share. Because okay. it was one of the yeah, most so that's moments. All of this was just build up to this to, to this omelet story. story. Yeah. Because you have to have context. And that's, the context. that's like a year and a half worth of context. Um, so post, post breakup, for a while I had maintained um, some semblance of a friendship with yeah, you, you, and I, I never, like, told you not to be, like, you were very yeah. civil with both of us, and I thought it was great that you And I, I was also unaware of how the, facts. yeah, of the details of that relationship, because, again, I lived in Westchester, they lived in Brooklyn, so I wasn't around a lot. And I don't judge that at all, like I said, it was, like, I, I don't judge your personal decisions, yeah. honestly. Yeah, and like, it wasn't, was it wasn't like it was something that was, like, it was not talked about. Well, also, if you guys were still friends, I still wouldn't be mad at you, because it's Yeah, it just, wasn't like, terribly public. And it also wasn't, it wasn't. <laughs> It was nightmarish, but it wasn't so nightmarish that I would be like, double friends with her. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) she didn't like sexually, you know. Yeah, like you encouraged it for a bit. And in the beginning, it was fine. Well, because I'm a reasonable person. It's like, if you want to be friends with somebody, I'm not going to tell you no. Like, in the the beginning, it was fine. Like, I went to a a karaoke night with her. That was actually a lot of fun. Right. Um, You know, she was working at Babeland at the time, which is. Unfortunately. But then, but then, like the whole thing—that reason it, that started out okay, like that was it. Just it was from my from, from, from my no terms. from my like in my terms of like this particular story. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. When like because like she helped like she did help you end lot. up teaching me things, you know. Well, and that's and that's great, and I'm glad sure, you sure, learned right. what you needed to um, learn. And I mean, like I said, you had something to gain from that friendship. I had no problem with that. The problem that you, you weren't not friends with her because of me. You were you're no longer friends with her because of her. Yeah. Like of behavior towards you. So tell me um, what we're talking about here. Yeah. Um, but during that time, you know, I'm hanging out with her and we had also become uh, workout buddies. I would go to the gym with her. And sometimes if we exercised in the morning, we would go have breakfast before we'd go to the gym. I get At this nice little diner mm. down on 14th Street. Right. Um, and this one day we're just eating breakfast and I'm sitting there just, you know, eating my little cheese and broccoli omelet it's just you two it's just you two yeah it's just us i'm sitting there with my little omelet and somehow the conversation had circled around to the two of you which wasn't uncommon an uncommon occurrence i know, mm-hmm. I know. Um, <laughs> but i had somehow wound up telling her that yeah i did have feelings mm-hmm. for Lindsay. Like again putting them in past tense because at that at that point they were, they were still, still current right right um but, you know, then the conversation switched to a different topic and then just randomly out of nowhere, she's like, I knew it was going to be either you or Charlie. Mumbles it to herself, right? Yeah. Yeah, she said that under her breath to herself and then she at a breakfast? It, right? looking at me. Ooh, ew. Then, ooh, that sounds... Ooh. Ooh. Oh, God. That's, un- that's unnerving. Oh. She's like, I knew it was going to be either you or Charlie. I'm just like... Okay. Like, Starts taking. The are you knife gonna away from stab her? me with your knife over there? Just use it to cut your French toast or put it down. Don't. Just, no. <laughs> Sitting there, it's just like you can stab me all you want. It's a butter knife. 
It's not going to do nothing. You can stab me all you want to. It's not going to unfuck your ex-girlfriend with black dick. Sorry. <laughs> just not. That, was, that was just so unsettling. And, it's like, and then didn't she repeat it twice or something in that same sentence? Or like, what didn't you say she like said it a couple of times with that same? Different conversation. Oh, but still it was in the same like threat. And again, to no one in particular. Yeah, she well, she did that. I, knew it was I, I know. Be you well, the way you describe it, I know exactly what you mean because she did that to me when she when she found out he and I were dating. She goes, "I knew it was either good." But actually, she didn't say it calm and terrifying. She screamed it and pointed at your bedroom and screamed, "I knew it was going to be either her or Charlie!" And I'm like, "Okay, it's Halloween, oh and God. I'm going to need you to bring it down like ten notches because I have a headache and oh I'm wearing a wig." So, see, that's the part that's most confusing. What did she have against me? It was just. It's I, just the fact that she she me. predicted. Yeah, like, like what uh, was it about us? What was she that? didn't want you guys to date me because you were nice to me. Oh, that was just so. She didn't think I deserve for people to be nice to me. That, that was the only reason. And that was the thought. It's like easy. You are Charlie, and I'm just like, well, what's wrong with Charlie? First of all, what's wrong with me? All, like what? Katie is like. We're good people. Me, like <laughs> Katie's platonic to me, but like none of them would have been a bad choice. There would have been a good choice either way, and it was like she didn't like that we both like Star Wars, so she didn't understand Star Wars. She wouldn't watch it. <laughs> she wouldn't watch it. <laughs> I tried, man. Do we have any more stories we want to tell before we wrap it up for the night? Um, nothing comes to mind from my end. I mean, I'm good. I, you know, we have other story time sessions we can come up with, and we'll have Katie on as a guest again. Yeah, this one, this one ran over um a little bit longer than we normally like. Half hour longer, not bad. Yeah, like a half hour longer, but you know, we we had our special guest here. We had Katie because Katie's amazing. Okay, yeah, this anybody, was fun. This was a good time. Yeah. Does anybody have any um final notes or you know parting words? Stay tuned for another episode where Katie being on here at some point and you know normally our podcasts aren't as long but if you want to listen to more visit us at uh where are we again spotify and youtube we're on spotify youtube breaker radio public and google podcasts yeah and are we on stitcher yet i haven't gotten a notification about that yeah me neither okay all right Um, yeah but we are now we're available on uh, our facebook a twitter at jug a sip podcast yes jug o sip yeah, and if you type up jug o sip, jug o hyphen, no, not, not hyphen, hyphen apostrophe, apostrophe, God, jug o apostrophe sip, you will find us on YouTube and just about anywhere else. All right, Katie, any party words for the, uh, the public today? Uh, well, let me think. <laughs> let me think. Oh, wait, I got one. Yeah. If anybody boos you off stage, remember that is simply applause from ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> okay and that I, was great and I'll, I'll part i'll part with my favorite you know you know every you know you know white people have live laugh and love i have a different one i have get naked smoke weed pray satan have a good night all right <laughs> bye peace out <laughs>